it, it's like you, you're going to fail if you're not one niche. And I'm like, well, how selfish is that? Because he gave me all these gifts. So if he gave me a gift to be funny and corny, sometimes kind of cringy, um, and then also be able to speak to people from the heart and meet them right where they're at when they need it the most. Why am I going to hold that back? I'm going to pour into your cup however I receive it. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Trevor Talks. I'm your host, Trevor Tyson, and I'm so stoked that you've taken time out of your day to join us for this incredible episode. We haven't recorded it yet. We're doing all this in one take, but I already know that there's going to be something in here for just about everybody. And if there's nothing in here for you, maybe it's not the podcast for you. Go listen to something else. Just kidding. Stick around. This is going to be fun. But before we get started, I just want to give a shout out to Life Audio and thank them for supporting the show. And I also want to encourage you to go check out the podcast that they have on their network at lifeaudio.com. So again, go find your next favorite podcast at lifeaudio.com. Today's guest has been a long time coming. Um, I've been following the dude for years, and I'm just stoked that we're able to have a conversation. He's a father and a husband, first of all. But secondly, he's one of the funniest dudes I know, funniest dudes on the internet, on the planet. I love following this guy. He is also a comedic actor, a speaker, an influencer, and a ton of other things. Y'all are not ready for this, dude. Please help me welcome Mr. Kevin Lawson. Bro, we made it, and it's What's happening. What's up, man? It's about time. Dude, I, I know. I, like, I've been begging to get on your show forever. <laughs> Finally made some time for me. Thank you. Dude, I'm just happy that we're able to do it in this time because I feel like it's the right time. And it's not that we would have done it too early or too late or whatever, but... I don't know. It just feels good to be here having this conversation in this moment right now. So thank you for taking time out of your day to do it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Dude, of course. And it's wild. We've known of each other for years, as I've kind of already hit on. But we're finally able to come together and spread what I believe is going to be a lot of hope and encouragement for people out there. But just to start off, to give people some context on who you are from your own mouth, who the heck is Kevin Lawson? Uh, I'm a nobody trying to tell the world about somebody. I'm sorry. I had to, it was, you, you teed it up pretty good. So, um, but <laughs> no, you. seriously, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, uh, a guy from the Midwest, from the glove state, Michigan. Um, uh, just a regular dude that picked up a phone and an app and, uh, mm-hmm. and let God take over. And I still don't know what the heck I'm doing uh, or whatever this is, but, um, I'm nobody special. Uh, no, it's uh, you are somebody special and you're humble and I love that. But like just to give people some context, like you've got millions of followers on uh, TikTok, hundreds of thousands on Instagram, like just overall, you've been able to reach so many people. And and a lot of the interviews you've done, that seems to be like the topic of discussion because people are like, how did this guy do it? I have such insight not on you specifically, but from people that have these platforms, nobody really knows what they're doing. They just kind of hit a nerve and hit some emotions with people and it clicks and people appreciate it and they gather towards it. Does that sound about right with you? Yeah, it sounds exactly right. Nail on the head for sure. Can we hire you to do this for us? No, probably not. <laughs> you know, like I don't know what to do for you. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. I'm not a professional. Like it just, yeah. it just kind of, it's God given, and you just kind of flow with it. 
Yeah. And like I said, man, you're a comedic actor, you're an influencer, you've got a lot to say, but let's start off with who you are like right now. Um, comedic actor, influencer, doing all of these things that are encouraging people on a daily basis. And whether you know it or not, it's a form of suicide prevention. You're helping people overcome the hardships that they go through when they're scrolling through TikTok or Instagram reels, YouTube shorts, whatever it may be during the day, whether they're at work, sitting on the toilet, sitting on their couch, driving. I don't judge people for where they consume content. They're consuming the content and they're finding inspiration in what you do. So where did this whole journey of this aspect of life start for you? And why do you feel as if people are relating so much with it? Um, well, I mean, it came to a point where I recognized the gifts that God gave me. I think that's where it started. And that was two years ago. I was in the corporate world and climbing the corporate ladder. And my whole life, just as like I think most people, is, you know, the society sets it up for you as this is what you should be and go for. And, you know, that's what I was doing later in my life because earlier in my life I was a punk kid. But um, as I was climbing this corporate ladder and I was chasing this money, I've always heard God. And when I say heard, I don't mean an audible voice. I mean, he's pinpricked to the spirit um, where he's saying, it's use the gifts I gave you. What are you doing? What are you doing? And then just ignore it. Because whether it's fear, anxiety of getting out of the boat and Peter moment, if you call it. Um, and 2020 came. A virus came in 2020, right? And um, the coronavirus. And I was, we'll just say I was the red meat on the salary. So I was let go. They didn't say that was the reason, but that was probably the reason they used it. But let go. I ended up finding another job in the corporate world. And it was actually paying more money. I picked up the phone. Get this. When I lost the job, I, I prayed. I said, you know, what are you doing? And I heard God tell me. Now is the time. And, you know, leave it up to him to say, you have nobody coming in to say now is the time, right? And it's like, so I'm like, uh, I heard that wrong, right? So I searched and I found a job. And I remember I get in the job. I got, I did the interview. I got the job. Called my wife on the phone. I'm like, babe, I uh, I got a job. And it pays more than the other one. Isn't this just so great? My my wife, who is, who is a believer, but is not an outright she'll talk to you, sit down and talk to you about God for an hour. This is not type of person. She's, she's not, you know? Um, and she was like, isn't it time? Trevor, when I tell you chills, like numbness through my whole body, she repeated what God told me when it first happened. She said, isn't it time? And I have time for what time for you to use the gifts that God gave you. This is coming from my wife. And I was like, and I'm like, babe, no, it's not. We got stuff on the credit card. This this is not the time, right? But again, so it's like I can't ignore God. He's 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 put basically pushing me into it. So I picked up an app and a phone. And um I didn't know where it was gonna go. I didn't know what to do really. Um you had sixty seconds to do something, right? So um that's when I started recognizing my gifts that God gave me. And and actually portraying them as a gift instead of, of, of I don't know, some dream I may have. And yeah. and use those gifts to gift back to him by lifting other people up. And so that's what I did is I just 
I'd start talking into my phone. And I know you say you don't want to talk to, like, concentrate, focus so much um, on the viral part. But the one viral video, and because it's important, faith will make you look stupid. I'm just going to say that again. Faith, if you're sitting out there right now and you're wondering about what you're going to do, whatever your calling is, and you're, you're fearful of what it's going to make you look like to the people around you or your loved ones or whatever it is, just listen to me. Faith is going to make you look stupid until it starts to rain, right? Just ask Noah, right? So I picked up my phone one Sunday morning, and I've told this story before, but it's so worth telling again, is I picked up my phone. I told my wife, it's like... Babe, I got to go find a, a stretch road to sit in. And I got to talk into my phone. My wife, Trevor, when I tell you, she looked at me like she was going to commit me. Right. And she's like, OK. <laughs> I was like, where are my truck skis? She gave me the truck keys. And uh, so I did. I got my truck. I drove until the good Lord kind of hit me to stop. Pick the road. Cars coming. I'm like, you're going to do something. And as soon as you just step out of the truck, as soon as I step out of the truck, no more, no traffic's not there. I know this is very like, this is actually how it unfolded. This is not hyperbole. I'm not over exaggerating. No more traffic. I sit down, put my camera on the stand. Um, did nothing scripted. I hit record on an app called TikTok. And I started speaking from the heart. And it was a simple message of don't quit. And it, it was. I didn't share any scripture. I didn't share. It wasn't this like wordsmith, like analogy or anything like that. It was nothing super intellectual, nothing. It was a simple message of don't quit. I recorded it, put my camera in, I posted. And the next thing you know, just bing, 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 just notifications are going crazy. And that was the first rest stop video. And I think it's, I don't know, like 25 million views at this point right now. But it was the first rest stop video. And then when I tell you it touched so many people, like God used it to touch. And like, I'm not exaggerating. Little kids duetting this video um, um, to 90-year-old grandparents duetting it and. And not just duetting it, just like crying and understanding and saying thank you. And Muslims, atheists, um, gay or straight, rich or poor, black or it didn't matter. It affected everybody. And I said, I don't, I'm not religious, but somehow this really helped me. And at first I didn't believe it until I'm going to try to get through this one. Um, uh, um, There's a comment that came in, and I know this is going to speak to you is um, this kid um, said in message and said, um, I was, uh, this saved me. And I was like, you know, uh, video's not going to save anybody, you know. And I kept reading, and he said, in the comments on there, um, this, this video just saved me. I was just about, I picked up my phone, um, to text my mom goodbye. And TikTok was the last app I had open. And somehow your video popped up. And it stopped me dead in my tracks. 
I didn't end up texting my mom and I got some help. And I just want to say, you know, thank you. And I knew, I didn't really know, but I knew I had the, the power of what God can do with a whole lot with very little, even a 60 second video. And it, which also made me even more nervous about yeah. what that is and how you wield it. And, uh, but it was just, it made me understood that I'm on the right path, whatever this is. And, uh, so I just continued and posting between comedy and, and motivational stuff. That's another thing people will tell you once you get in this business, you only can be one thing, right? You can only be a comedic or you can only be motivational. I actually had big name people tell me I've actually had big companies that was going to pay me a hundred six figures if I would just stop talking about God and just do the community, they would allow me to be their ambassador. Like, it, it's like, you, you're going to fail if you're not one niche. And I'm like, well, how selfish is that? Because he gave me all these gifts. So if he gave me a gift to be funny and corny, sometimes kind of cringy, um, and then also be able to speak to people from the heart and meet them right where they're at when they need it the most. Why am I going to hold that back? I'm going to pour into your cup however I receive it. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the the short story of it, like and how this kind of came into fold and why I'm doing what I'm doing today, whatever the heck that is. I don't know what it is. And one of the things that I've known about you, even before actually meeting you, is this is not at all whatsoever strategic mm -hmm. in like building a platform this is not you trying to be famous mm -hmm. this is you being you and people appreciate that yeah. you have been gifted with uh being an artist being a creator being i would even uh dare to say like god's gifted you with a genius aspect of you to be able to communicate with people. And I'm not saying like Albert Einstein or anything. Like or Kevin Lawson, yeah, uh, like, <laughs> um, I'm not the smartest cookie in the oven either, you know? <laughs> so it comes down to like, this is you being you and communicating the only way you know how. And I appreciate that about you so much. And one of the things that I really want to talk about is the moment that you had with your wife is so encouraging for me to hear because it's like, I have friends who are actively leaving their jobs that pay their bills and stuff to pursue their God calling on their life. And their wives are not happy about it right now. They're not. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know how to console you or like, I'm not married. I don't have yeah. kids. I don't have thing like responsibilities like that. Um, I'm single with my mortgage. Like that's the responsibility. Like I don't have a wife to, uh, talk about all this stuff with yeah. so i don't get that responsibility yet you can't until you're it, in that situation it's harder to get out the boat when you're in that when you have that responsibility yeah. right yeah and for her to be so supportive but, is amazing like i didn't expect obviously yeah. i didn't expect it and not that she was never not supportive she's always been a very supportive person me and my wife been together since i was 15 and she was 16 okay and that's one thing I want to touch on. Like y'all ch stopped chasing perfection and started chasing like you, like what God has yeah. for you guys. So I want to talk about that because that all in itself is a whole message for people to just be like, man, 
some people don't want to go home to their spouse right now. Just being yeah. honest, like, and uh, some people want to go home to their spouse. A lot of people don't. You've been through that ringer of like, mm, I don't know, maybe yeah. I took the wrong route. Maybe Route 66 wasn't for me and I need to hit up 64 or 65, yeah. you know. So what was that journey like with you and your wife? Uh, first off, uh, if I could give any advice, uh, coming from one who was not an expert um, in any, I have no certificates hanging on my wall that I'm claiming to be anything, but just life experience, um, is don't be in a rush. Um, don't, please don't be in a rush. You don't figure out who you are until later in life. And trying to do that early and trying to make that work with somebody is is really hard to do that. And especially in this day and age that we live in. Um, so like I always like to say, um, getting married won't save you and being single won't kill you. Okay? So don't 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 be in a rush with it. Instead of people always say like I always get questions on our Monday morning coffee talks and people say, Hey, Kev, uh, I've just, I've been praying for that special someone. I want something like you got. And, um, I go, so, okay, just make sure that you allow God to bring it to you. Instead, a lot of people they'll pray and they'll try to take it out of God's hands and they'll go out into the world and get on every dating website, go to the bars, go to the everything and they're trying to take it out of god's hand instead of taking that energy and pouring it into all that just pour it into yourself and making yourself better because a better you will make everything else better so um but anyway so that's number one focus number two is my wife um i was 15 she was 16 and uh i was a dating older women yeah, bro yeah, let's like, go she's a, she's a cougar uh um, but so like I was I was a punk kid who um was, ran around with the gangbangers and at that age I started really early and she was from the other side of the railroad, railroad tracks. Um she grew up in uppity uppity gross point is what we call it here and I grew up on the other side. Um and sure. we actually met we used to cruise the street called Gratiot and um you either go there's two things. You go out there to fight or you go out there to pick up girls are girls picking up guys so that's kind of how we fought we 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 met each other after i just gotten a big fight on gratch it was like a a brawl that was like anyways but like so she was cleaning my nose and that was like the first connection that we had um, my nose was bloody from the fight and so it was really good it was like it was love at first sight uh, i know that's cliche and it's really hard to come by and understand um but it's something we knew that doesn't mean that it wasn't hard Right. It was um, when you're growing as you're adolescent, um, there's a lot of things that change with you physically, mentally. And so the challenge to hold all that together is a big burden. And um, especially as you're growing yourself, like I said, and we came to the point and we got married and we'll be married 20 years come this June. But we got married, and I'll be honest, like at least like four years ago, five years ago, um, we came to a point where um, we were roommates, right? It wasn't really a husband and wife thing anymore. We were roommates. We paid the bills together. That was it. And it was just like, man, this is, you know, so you start second guessing everything. I even threatened to leave and not over anything in particular. It's not like she did anything or I did anything. No, nobody cheated on each other. Nobody, you know, there wasn't this big egregious thing that some one or the other person did. It was just we started growing apart because I figured out 
is we started expecting things of each other that we weren't. And I still remember to this day, I, I picked up the phone. I still have the text. It was right after we had an argument and I, she went to work. I was home office at the time. I said, babe, um, I don't know where we went wrong. I don't know how we got here, but I prayed about it. And I, if we give up on anything, let it not be us, but let it be perfection. We were, we're trying to transform each. It's all, it's all, it's always good to help people grow. But what we were doing is we were trying to change us from the very people that we fell in love with each other for in the first place. And so it, it wasn't smooth sailing after that. It, you know, it took work, but that's what marriage is. It's work. If you think it's not work, um, you're fooling yourself. Um, you're going to have ups and downs, but the perfection part is, and I know people hear it all the time. Like it's a cliche. It is a cliche, but it's so real. If you can just let go of trying to be perfect in all that you do, especially your relationship, there's freedom on the other side of perfection. I promise you. Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. That's so good. And uh, I mean, I could just hit stop recording <laughs> after that. But there's there's so many golden nuggets in your story and this journey that you've been on that you're calling it's your life, man. Like even making videos with your daughter, like that stuff makes everybody that sees it smile. She's like, a real star. Y'all are, She's a real um, star. Yeah, she is. Not I'm me. being honest with you. Like, I don't know uh, why. It's I'm just you. riding on her coattail. She's yeah. the goat. Yeah. Exactly. But you're you're able to spend that quality time together yeah. and encourage people together. And that's some, most people's dream is like, man, I'd love to do something with my kids. Do you think she do you think God's given her the same gifts that uh, he's given you, if not better? And uh, do you think she'll be the next communicator in the house? I don't know. Like she has a little bit of a wife of my wife and her and me in her. So like I'm the extrovert. I'm introverted in a lot of ways. Trust me. There are some times where I need to go be by myself. Like I think I had one of those personality tests and it was during a corporate event where they took us away and everybody got it. And he looked at me and said, I don't know what the hell you are. And, (laughs) and, um, because it was like, I was so all over the map, but my wife is very, if she's introverted, she'll be extroverted once she gets to know you. Right. She, she's a forensic science person. So she works in a lab with dead people. (laughs) Right. So like, so, so like, you know, crime scene investigator. So see, that's what her world is. And so I, I got to be more careful wow. because a woman knows how to get rid of me. This is the real reason why, like, 
I'm really nice to my wife. It's because I don't want to end up dead um, and never found so. This is why you were doing this interview right now to shine a light on that. So right. people know if Kevin Lawson ends up dead and it seems like he it was just That's natural right. causes or a car wreck or something. Miss Lawson, we check know under the, we know the secret. Check the it is out. In the backyard. Just check the pond in the backyard. I mean, check the corners off it. She's probably got the key, bro. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Some, <wrong> tote. <laughs> Some stuff. Uh. It's like, yeah. Jesus, fix it. Come uh, on, man. So like, yeah. So it's just like, um, yeah, my daughter, like that's always kind of been our bond. Even before it, we had this to do it on, we always made these little videos since she was little. And <laughs> see, you want to talk about my daughter. You want me to cry on, on a podcast. Um, so my daughter is um, something by you, <laughs> some flowers. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah. Corey Asbury. Okay. So somebody who else who has been attacked in the Chris in the Christian community uh, because of, of one of his songs, which I don't understand. It's a, a conversation for another moment. But um, he has this unreleased song that's called um, My Inheritance. Okay. And if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Um, and it basically talks about his relationship with his father. And man, when I heard this song, Trev, I, I broke down. And it's because it, it just basically points out, it's like this whole time is that my father was absent in my life. And and it just for no reason, not that he passed away or that he's whatever. They, it was just because he made a choice. Right. So that's what I had to grow up with him. The only thing I got from him was his name. And. I didn't understand it fully and finally come to a place and this song kind of tied it in is what I, I got something huge from him. The biggest thing I could ever get the purpose in my pain that I had to go through growing up without a dad was the inheritance from him was to be the father I never had. Right. And that was the purpose in my pain is for her, for my daughter. I didn't know it at the time, but my inheritance was that. That's what I got. I didn't get money. I didn't get a loving father. I was there every single day. My inheritance was to be something that he wasn't. And it was instilled in me that that's the way I was going to be. And so benefit to my daughter. Um, not that I'm perfect. You know, we're never perfect in it, uh, but it's just like, and if there's anybody out there right now that's trying to understand, like, why you're struggling or why you're walking through the valley that you're in, um, hopefully um, just just hold on because eventually you find your purpose in your pain. And and it's sometimes I know it seems selfish or it's unfair. Like, you, it's like, why in the hell do you have to go through this? Um, but it's probably because it's going to be for somebody you don't even know. Like, like down the road, your story, your valley travels are going to save somebody else's life. We just need to make sure that when we get to the mountaintop, we reach down and lift others up to see the view. That's our job when we get there. But um, there is purpose in pain. I know it's hard to get there. And it's like sometimes people just want to tell you, shut up, because I'm, pay I'm going through it right now. I don't want to hear it. But I promise you, eventually, if you just keep going. You keep walking that valley, you hit your mountaintop, and you'll understand once you get there. 
Yeah, and it's all goes back to walking in faith, and that looks so different for yeah. so many people. Like, um, walking in faith sometimes looks like recording a podcast episode with a fake <laughs> fire behind you. Walking in faith sometimes looks like, oh, I am going to record, even though it's not fake, man. Like, no, oh, is that real? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but like, it sometimes looks like uh, right now, like uh, I don't the lighting that I've been using isn't working with the camera. So like I look super white in this, but we're still going to record and we're still going to make stuff because that's yeah. not important to me. I don't care about looking a professional doing something. What is a professional? It's somebody that is actively doing something in that field. Therefore, I don't care if you have two listeners on something that you do every single day, if you're doing it every day and you are doing it exactly the way you want to do yeah, but, that's professional. But- can no, somebody they, tell you any can. other way? And, but here's the thing is like, like I would, I would also speak like there's some people I get to say, I don't care about the views, right? Or I don't care about the followers. And my answer is always shut up because yes, you do. Um, I'm, I'm just being honest. Like I do because this is the platform God gave me and I should care about the people that follow me, every single one of them. And not so much the number I understand, but like you're not posting a video on social media if you had not one follower or nobody watching it, you're gonna you're gonna quit. I'm just being honest. Um, but but at the end of the day, it's not about the volume; it's about the engagement. And that's why I try to do my best is be engaged. So like Trev, when you message me on a post or a DM and then you say, "Will you pray for me?" and I respond and I say, "Yeah, I got you. I'm gonna lift you up tonight." You know, I am actually praying for you. It's not just lip service. Like that's, I, I'm actually doing that. There's no way my guilt would not allow me not to pray. <laughs> um, it may be a bad way of putting it, but nevertheless, um, it's, it's about the engagement with the people. Cause at the end of the day, these people that follow me, I always like to say they're, they're, uh, um, how do you say, um, confirmations, so over, I think it's like over 6 million confirmations, right? And it's because it's the, it's because of this audience. Gosh, they helped me so much in keeping me going that they don't even realize. And I'm not just, I'm not saying that to get people to follow me or get brownie points. This is God's honest truth. I, uh, I talked about this the other day and you just tell me to shut up if I talk too much because this happens all the time. Um, so Never. I, uh, I was on a live and I woke up that Monday morning. I was like, this, I was full of doubt. Like, what, what the hell are you doing, Kevin? Like, who do you think you are? I had the enemy coming in hard and I opened up, I go into the DMS on Instagram and I had two messages that popped up and I opened up one and said three years ago or two months ago, um, your your video saved me, and I just want to say thank you. It's a short message. Okay. And then the next, very next one was three years ago. Um, I'm sorry, the first one was three months ago. The other one was two two years ago. I watched your rest out video, and it saved my life. And I was in a really dark place, and I went through this kind of reasons why and where they were at and where they came to. And... I didn't realize until I was on the live telling the people about it, but it was 23. 
I know, you know, coincidence, I don't care, call whatever you want, but it was two months and three, and I'm sorry, three years, two months. I took it as 23, 2023. And what God gave to me in the very beginning of this year, my prayer was, I'm going to stop closing the doors that you open. I'm going to stop. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop trying to open doors that you close. I'm going to have no more fear with this. What you give to me, I'm getting up and I'm moving my feet. I'm walking in it. Um, no more fear. Let your light shine. That, that was my prayer. 2023 is the year. And that was just God's clever way, bro. It's going. See, I got you. Let go of that doubt. Let go of that fear. Don't let the enemy in. Just let me in. Continue to give me permission over every situation. And uh, we're going to. We're going to show up and show out. So this is the year, 2023. And look, I already, I'm already showing out. I'm on Trevor's. I'm on your podcast, bro. It's already happening. Let's go, man. And I want to touch on this rest stop thing because it's a reoccurring theme and it's really hitting home for me personally. Where did that start? Why is it a thing? Yeah, and what does just, it mean to you? Um, it was in that video we talked about earlier where I sat down in the middle of the road. And the words fell out of my mouth. Like at the end of the video, like I didn't rehearse it or anything. And it was just, I was like, I was like, in fact, you know what? This is just a rest stop. So you rest, but don't you quit. And I'll see you at the next rest stop. Mm-hmm. I didn't plan on doing a second video. And then the response, and that's kind of where it was born, where the seed, the mustard seed of faith was planted. And it just all kind of made sense is because we, gosh, we go and we live in a world that is constantly pushing this false sense of urgency on us and that we have to be busy all the time. You look at like people that don't really even know their kids because they have their kids in sports, every sport there is, they're never home. The time that they spend more with kids is they're driving them to another event or whatever. They never actually take the time to rest. And I think it's so important spiritually, mentally, physically, all of it. I know people have heard this, but Gosh, it's so important to take a minute and take a breath, a time to reflect and fill your cup. Because otherwise, you're just going to run down the road with your head down and run into drama after drama. And you're just wondering why you're not getting anywhere. But that's where the rest stop is. That's what we do on the road, right? We stop, we rest so we can recharge our batteries. And that's what the message is all about. Just say, hey, let's take a breath for a minute. Let's reflect for a second. Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. But don't quit. You don't get to stay here. So that's it. Dude, so good. Even Jesus rested, right? I know for... 
A hundred percent. And I know my audience knows like I'm walking through that now. Like I went so hard for years and years and years and all these people around me, Trevor, rest, rest. Like you're going too hard. You're going to hit a wall. Well, I finally hit that wall September of what? 2022. And, uh, actively learning. I'm 25 and I'm like, Oh, like I remember being 19 or something like that. And seeing this girl on YouTube, uh, her name's Sunny Leonard Uzi. She's like a entrepreneur business, uh, mind and she coaches people. And she was like, made a video. Like I went to the ER or something like that. And it was from exhaustion and overworking herself. I laughed. I was like, I'd never do that. Well, I did it. Finally took a few years to catch up, but so many people are out there going through the same thing and I feel less alone in it. And I actually feel like I was blessed with the opportunity to hurt in that way to the point where I just wanted to die, like had no food or liquid in me, like looked like an old man, couldn't stand up straight, was curled up in a, like, uh, they put me in a wheelchair in the hospital and I'm just curled up, dude. Like it was bad. Um, a ton of IV bags and EKGs and x-rays, uh, cat scans, all of it. And it's like, you're too young for this, bro. Like you're going to have a heart attack (laughs) and it's not that I meant to do it, but it's what happened. And that was my rest stop. And when I got out, I was like, man, I got to take better care of myself. I got to love the body that God's given me, or I'm going to end up in the same boat. I need people have too much access to me on a daily basis on like, uh, me just making myself too available to like trying to help and do everything. You can't do that. And there's a reason why there's like businesses and paywalls behind things because you have to prioritize what's important for your business, what's important for your family, what's important for your calling. And man, like I was so arrogant and so, so like not listening to anybody around me telling me this stuff. And it finally hit me and they're like, well, and none of them said, I told you so thank praise God, but they deserve to. But I see God's grace all over that, and the message that you're putting yeah. out is so needed, and I appreciate, no, I appreciate that, you man. sharing it. And um, yeah, I, it's it is just you need to take a you take. It's okay to exist just as it exists for a minute, just not do nothing. Like that's that's all right. I'm not saying using this used to be lazy. Don't be lazy, but um, it's all right to just take a day. Whatever that means, you take 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes out of your day, whatever it is, take a minute to just exist for the moment. It's all right. <laughs> like you don't, you don't have to. I think a lot of it though, Trev, is just, especially in the world we live in now is everybody looking at everybody else and you see what people put online yeah. and you're like, you, you're chalking your life up to that. You're going through your checklist, but I forget what preacher said it, but it's like, you, you don't, uh, I think it was TG hoax folks td jakes td jakes it was like um somebody else's mail is not your mail right god has that mail for them not you worry about your own mailbox because that's where you're going to find rest that's where you're going to find peace too many people compare and they lose themselves their uniqueness and who they are trying to live out somebody else's calling or whatever the case may be and i think that's what like I think that's why I connect yeah. with you is is because we're always trying to not that we have it down perfectly, right? We, we like you just said, you're growing, I'm growing. But 
it just recognize, hey, this is me right now, right? Because I know that God loves, and I and I, you inspired a, a post at the rest stop. By the way, I just want to give you the credits on this. Is you posted? I think it was like last year. I don't know. It was it was it was it this year? I can't remember. But it was just a small quote where you said, um, "God loves you, you right now, you, not some past version of you, not somebody who." is all cleaned up down the road, you type of thing. I'm not, I'm not thinking I'm destroying it, but in that, that inspired godly inspired a rest stop where all I did is I walked up to the camera and just said, exactly. I love you. I don't love some past version of you. I don't love small future cleanup. I love today's you, the you right now, you on this stretch of road, you, and I gave the camera a hug <laughs> Uh, and then, um, and then Cecilia at the next rest stop and man, did it touch so many people. So you didn't even know it, but you inspired that one. What a world. You never know what those little bits and pieces that drop into your brain divinely inspired are going to touch people. And, um, from my case, sometimes those things that are divinely inspired, from me like that are sent to me or for me and i'm too blind to see it because that same post inspired me (laughs) and it's like i didn't know anything about that man like that's crazy we're too busy i like to think of it it's like there's a there's a verse in the bible i think it's in Ezekiel. it talks about um breathing uh breathe into these dry bones like god speak uh, breathe into these dry bones i'm destroying it but um basically in the context of it it's like you're suffocating today because you're trying to take a breath of yesterday's air, right? You're trying to relive your past. Or you're suffocating because you're trying to catch a breath that's not even here yet because you're worried about the future. Let God breathe into your situation today. Be present with him today. Let him breathe into life, into your dry bones today. Be present. And sometimes it's hard as hell to do that. Sometimes... It's hard to muster that, but um, you know you got to pick up your cross daily. So, yeah, man, this has been refreshing. It's and I say this a lot because it's true. Like doing this show or whatever you want to call it is just it's therapeutic for me, and I pray it translates to other people in that way. And to really end this out, man what are some of the resources that you like to give to people uh, when they're going through a hard time or maybe they need some guidance on some things? Are there certain nonprofits, resources, pages that you send people to, to um, um, you get know some what? extra help? I, uh, I don't do much. I mean, there's 988. I use that a lot. Like, like, see, I'm a big fan of telling people it's okay to have a psychologist, telling people especially in the Christian community, some mm-hmm. people, Christians get it wrong. It's like, they, they say, uh, you know, you just, you know, if you're, you're not as faithful if you use X, Y, and it's like, no, God, God put those people there for a reason, right? It's like, um, God bless people with certain talents to help you. Whether you're going through addiction, there's, you know, there's programs for that, all that stuff. And it's okay to, um, use those things that God gave you. Um, the psychologists, the people, the 988s, the all that. So that's my advice is like, 
And if they need, if they ask, where can I find this? I, I will, which is cool. Like you said, you research yourself. Cause sometimes I, I listen, I'm not a professional. I don't know the answers to all this stuff. And I'm never acting like I do know the answers, but at the end of the day, um, if God lights a light and wants me to guide it a little bit, I'll do that. But I'm just me, bro. I'm just trying to be out here and be a bridge in the gap. And whether that's bringing you a laugh, a cringe, um, something motivational, um, then I've done my job. And hopefully I can continue to do that job. I'm blessed to have the platform that I have. Well, I'm blessed to have an episode that will hopefully make people cringe uh, with Kevin Lawson. So (laughs) it's this has been refreshing man i appreciate you taking time to do this again and for everyone that's listening be sure to check out the links in the description below that we're going to have down there for kevin for all his social media website all that good stuff merch store and uh, if you're struggling whether you're listening to this the day it comes out or years down the line there's so much to live for there's so many reasons to choose to live today and if you need more encouragement than we're offering you right now um my friends in the band Disciple just put out a song called Promise to Live and the campaign behind it's beautiful. I want to encourage y'all to go check that out. And then if you need some extra help, someone to talk to, be sure to go check out our friends at Heart Support, Death to Life, Beneath the Skin, uh, To Write Love on Our Arms, and even the uh, Suicide Hotline. We love you so much. There's so many reasons to live. And uh, I pray that never gets yeah. repetitive because it's true. Um, I am... I've been in those situations where it's hard to see a silver lining in things, and I know what that's like. And just know that there's always a reason to live, truly, and that God loves you yeah. so much. Things, things can't get better if you quit. They exactly. can't get better if you quit. Exactly. So keep on fighting through. There's a purpose for your life. Everything in life may not make sense right now. In fact, um, not everything's going to happen for a reason, but God can use all things to work together for his good. So trust in that. um, And we're going to end it with that. I love you guys so much. And we'll talk to you guys next week. I'm Billy Yancey, entrepreneur, fitness cowboy, father, retired Navy cornerback, and now podcast host. Listen to my new show, Billy and the Goat, on Life Audio. Happy listening.